He's the pride of Fairbury, an average Joe. Bill Dolman, the professor. I had a six ACT in 1967. One time I got an A and my grandma beat me for cheating. Now with Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Hour two, it's Hale Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, the pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports. The professor is Bill Dolman. It's the all-Florida hour for hour two as uh, Uncle Mitch is down in Miami getting set for the Bills and Dolphins and no doubt heading to Coral Gables to see if Talia uh, Tagovailoa is on his way to the U or if maybe he's entertaining uh, Nebraska. Bill Dolman, what say you with uh, little Tua in the portal? I, I thought it was Taliana Tugela Vainolovera. You sound like no, Schmitty dude. now. Well, that's no, what I said. I, I was I, watching the I, show I, earlier, and I was. I uh, nailed. <laughs> I just nailed it. I just nailed it <laughs> on your fifth I nailed try. The first, well, I told you I suck. It's okay. <laughs> hey, I got it. The one for five from the from the dish. It's a, it's a normal Mendoza line Schmidt batting average. You, you hear know, that, Junior? Like, you know what that's like. It, that's kind of like uh, when when Casey uh, Tomanaga is not hitting the three, and he goes to the floater. So when you struggle with uh, Talia Tongavailoa, you just kind of go to little Tua. I've gone that's little your, Tua since he shot. got to since he got to college. That's <laughs> <laughs> your it's always shot. been little you know, it's Tua. Effective though, it went in right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so back to the question. I'm down here in Pensacola, which is the Fairbury of Florida. So uh, not not a lot of news about Nebraska transfer portals or Tungavailoa or anything like that down uh, down this way. Tungavailoa, that's two for two. Just keep <laughs> repeating it. Keep repeating it, Bill, and I'll I'll Here's say the problem. It. Here's the problem with okay, Saying one it? of the myriad of problems with the transfer portal. Okay, because there, there's a ton of them. Now you you have this second wave of of prominent players whose names are now in there at the very end of the transfer portal window. Well, if you are not just Nebraska, but if you're Oregon or USC or Kansas state or Ohio state or whomever was looking for, let's just say focus on a quarterback. You, you targeted who was available at the begin at the opening of the, the transfer portal window. And now we've gone through the, the college football playoffs and we get to the end of the transfer portal window. And now all of a sudden, here's some prominent players or players from prominent programs who have all of a sudden made themselves available. So you, you, whoever worked on their roster with the players that were available at the opening of the window, now you've got players that lend you to talking about Nebraska and Little Tua as to, well, he'd be a good fit. Or would the, the quarterback from Liberty now be a good fit? The, the, that window, if that tra- if that transfer portal window is going to open up, it needs to be a brief window. Because we had what twenty players from Alabama and Georgia go into the portal like a couple of days ago. You don't think that those players are coveted just by the fact that they're coming from winning programs, and that Big and time. that in, any program in the country would love to have them, right? So we've got this transfer portal that is so elongated. And then we're going to have another one at the end of spring football where you're going to have programs retooling their rosters once again. There needs to be something set where it is 
you have, say, 15 days from January 1 or the end of the, the college football playoff until the start of semesters, and that's it. Hmm. And, and or you go back to honoring commitments, and if you're going to break your commitment, it costs you one season of sitting out. Not a year of eligibility, but you have to sit out because there's just way too much transfer of players from one program to another. I don't like it here. I'm going here. And it's just this continued, you know, roster adjustment and, and something has got to change to where the portal is shorter and there is some type Mm -hmm. of, I don't want to say punitive damage or there's something that tells the player, look, you have the right to go where you want to go, but these teams and these programs have a right to have their rosters set in this era of college football, you're going to lose a year, not lose a year of eligibility. You're going to have to sit out a year. I just think that that's going to, that would provide some sense of organization for teams to say, this is what we have and this is what we're going with because this is what was available at the time the portal was open. So we're not having this conversation about Tua or baby Tua or whomever else might be out there. Right? You don't think Kyle McCord would like to reevaluate where he might want to go now? Right. If Maryland all of a sudden is looking for a starting quarterback, you don't think he's probably going, I'm going to, I got to go back in the the portal. Right. Because I did not know that Maryland was going to be open and maybe going into Mike Loxley's offense and playing at a, you know, a program that's a lot better shape than Syracuse. That would be healthier for that kid. I, I, that's to me, this thing is way too far wide open and there's, and, and you just don't have any sense of organization in it. Bill, you got Scott chiming in. No, I know you don't. This uh, Scott chiming in on the stream. I, 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 hard I, to fix I agree with, with you. With the semester. I, I agree. Go ahead. No, I, I'm, I'm just saying it's hard to fix with the school semester starting in January. So I agree with that. It, I totally it's, it's, agree it's too with much. That. It's too much with early signing. It's too much with now an expanded playoff where you're going to have 12 teams, not just four vying for, for meaningful football in December and into January. And then you factor in the portal. You got to push this portal back to after the first of the year and make it a, a seven-day window, don't you? Uh, that's what I think. But the, the, uh, it, the problem it, it, then becomes if you do that, you would already have a guy like, like say Nebraska brings in Dante Dowdell during that seven-day period. What does a guy like Emmett Johnson do? Because Emmett Johnson was probably in line for playing time next season if Dowdell comes. he still come. is. But then if right. Dowdell comes and one of Irvin or Ramir Johnson is ready to go by the start of the season, you get pushed down the depth chart, and now you'd probably wish, you know what, I wish I got a spring semester somewhere else to get my feet wet in a transfer so I can go play next season. The Tonga Bailoa had been available at the start of the portal opening when Kyle McCord went in or when uh, uh, Cam Ward went in or Howard went in. Do you think Nebraska might have been a little more aggressive in perhaps bringing him in? And then maybe you don't get Dylan Rayola. Uh, it, but at least you would have known in that that window, whenever that window would be, as to what you can do. Or if you are a program in search of somebody who could be perhaps a, a culture changer, and I'm not saying Nebraska is that, okay, because I think Nebraska's culture is pretty solid. But all of a sudden you've got a chance to bring in some players from Georgia and Alabama don't you think that you would like to, you know, maybe make a play at them, but you've already played for some, you know, made plays for some other players? I, that, and I get that the semester is beginning, but that's where I say, look, 
you're breaking a commitment to a school that's invested a lot in you. And I look, I'm not going to cry for the college's programs, but I'm just saying for organization's sake. And you're right for Emmett Johnson's sake. Maybe Emmett Johnson is better than Dowdell. Let's give him that benefit of the doubt. Maybe Gabe Irvin and Ramir Johnson are better than him, right? It's not fair to the guys who are there to say, we got to get this guy coming in from Oregon who looks like he's very, very good, okay? Mm-hmm. But you got to give Emmett Johnson and the guys who are here the benefit of the doubt that they can still be the guy. But if you're going to break that commitment, and I think we need to reestablish that somewhere, and I agree that they have the right to play wherever they want to play, but in this new super division of whatever college football is going to look like, there has to be some sense of order that if you are going to transfer, it will cost you a season to sit out and then you can play. And you know what? You can have unlimited transfers. You can be 30 years old like you are at BYU and you can transfer as many times as you want, but you still have to sit out because you are breaking a commitment. And, and I know scholarships are only one-year deals. I get that too. But something has to provide some organization and stability. And I think closing the window or shortening the window and and sitting out a year might be the way to do that. Well, and we'll get to the phone lines here in a sec. If if your coach bolts, that takes that that year waiting period off the table. I, I respect that too. I, I, I don't have yeah. a problem with that. If your coach leaves and they hit the transfer portal, which they're going to do again here, you know, because now that we got the coaches convention, we've got college, uh, pro football season ending, and people are probably going to be plucking off some college coaches and adding to the staffs, and maybe that'll happen in Lincoln. I, I get that too, but there's got to be some sense of order in this thing because don't you think if if Tagovailoa had been available six weeks ago that Nebraska would not have been in the hunt like they were for Kyle? They would they would have kicked Warren? tires on him. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. Right. I think the only reason little two is in the portal now. It's because he's got a better shot at, at making some coin, having a really good senior season, second senior season, and the That's NFL, the, 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 quarter, the quarterback. College. I know the quarterback draft. Now Blukarski at least stated favor college all seven years. Seven years down the drain, Bill Stevens right. on the line with us. <laughs> Stephen, thanks for calling. Welcome into Hale Varsity. Go ahead. Happy New Year, gentlemen. I haven't had a chance to talk to you yet. A uh, couple things. Uh, first off, I forget uh, what time will you be on the air tomorrow morning on the YouTube channel. And then seven fifty. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was listening to uh, another uh, Sunday who's got a YouTube channel and a podcast and uh, very involved in college football. And he was saying the other night that uh, after this bowl season, the Georgia-Florida State debacle, uh, dwindling attendance, that uh, the power brokers are all lining up, agreeing that change has to happen, you know, from uh, what are they going to do as far as NIL uh, portal, um, players opting out. You know all these issues that are start are negatively impacting the game, and and then the coaches are aligned on this as well. That something has to happen. So, uh, curious on your thoughts on that. And the other side is, you know, it sounds like there's not really uh, television lined up for the new playoff format, and in a couple of years, there's absolutely nothing. So I guess that's the other big picture issue. 
Hey, Stephen, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate you tuning in and, and chiming in. It'll get hammered out. Uh, there'll be a blank check for that playoff, Bill. Uh, and I'm not really worried about that. I mean, how long does ESPN have the college football playoff? Are they are they at least going to get first right of refusal, in your opinion, for the 12 team? Is he on mute? Yeah, Bill, you've muted yourself for some reason. I, I, if I remember correctly, and I'll do some research here. If I remember correctly, ESPN has it through next season. But that yeah. may change with the 12 team. We still have Bill muted. Can't hear you, big cat. Let's see if we do this. Well, this is awkward. Yeah, so we are getting signs from oh, third base. Oh, from Now we got you. Okay, all right. I, I try not to touch any buttons. You know, <laughs> not the red one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. You know, but look, ESPN is definitely going to try to be a big player. But what you're going to have down the road, though, in all likelihood, is ESPN is talking about going to subscriber only purpose. Uh, 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 so uh, it, uh, it might be a deal where you're paying for it, like twenty five, thirty bucks a month, if you want to watch ESPN program because it will no longer be in the cable sphere. So that's going to be kind of up to you as to how much money is going to be available uh, for the college football playoff. But, it, you know, I'm looking at these bowl games and the interest, and you look at some of the marquee matchups of the attendance, okay? And these are some marquee games. So Tennessee, okay, Iowa, I get it. But nevertheless, Tennessee, SEC, Iowa, Big Ten, 43,000 people attendance. Oregon, Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl, 47,000 attendance. LSU, Wisconsin. Tell me that's not a marquee game in September or October. 31,000 was the listed attendance. Clemson, Kentucky, 40. Notre Dame, Oregon State, 48. Georgia, Florida State, 63,000 was the announced attendance for that. So you're going to have bowl games that are going to probably go away, especially if they ask the bowl games to pay for the players who play in those games. That's been floated out there that if you want the players to play, you got to pay the players. Well, you go back when UConn played in the Fiesta Bowl about 20 years ago when they were good for one season, and as I recall, they lost like $2 million because it was required for UConn to pay its own way, uh, you know, mm. for and buy tickets and buy hotel rooms and buy, buy, buy in order to go play. And UConn lost a lot of money playing in a game like that. Very few schools can, can afford to participate in the bowl games as they've been set up. So that's something else that's got to be addressed as to whether or not we're even going to have bowl games beyond, uh, you know, the 12 team playoff, which was, is going to solve everything. Bill, let's get you out on this. Bill Dolman, NBC sports, Nebraska, Wisconsin basketball and shift there. I think the lines right around nine and a half. Nebraska's underdogged uh, magnitude of tomorrow afternoon for Nebraska. That's a huge game. Um, I was so impressed, though, with Nebraska's uh, win over Indiana the other day. I think that's uh, that's one of the most impressive basketball uh, performances in PBA I've seen. If Nebraska can keep it to within nine and if they lose, you know, if they fight hard, if they fight the way I think we expect them to play, uh, I, I look, you don't want to lose a game. But if you are competitive and respectful, much more so than Indiana was in Lincoln, if Nebraska puts on a better show against Wisconsin than Indiana did, but I had Nebraska had a lot to do with that. But if they can keep it close and competitive, that's going to send a message throughout the Big Ten that this is a, an upper division Big Ten team that I will enjoy seeing in the Sweet 16. All right. He said it. The Sweet 16. <laughs> Bill Dolman. I love it. Uh, Pride of Fairberry's down in Florida. 
And uh, check out Bill and Mitch Sherman with the Average Joe Sports Show podcast. Hey, you guys no, I know, I know. But uh, you're the headlines, so it's all good. So, Bill, we'll, uh, we'll make sure you get that sand, suntan lotion tomorrow, all right? <laughs> it's about to rain here, so uh, <laughs> sunshine go away today, right? I, I'm, I'm laughing with you, not at you. Uh, Bill, we'll check in when you get back. Thanks again, bud. All right, boys, see you. Go back. There we go. Florida, we uh, stay in the state of Florida. Uncle Mitch on the way.